You're listening to Drinking on the Job, D-O-T-J. I'm your host, John Coyle. Drinking on the Job is a toast to the culture of food, wine, and all things fermented. We'll be talking with winemakers, musicians, artists, late-night bartenders, scoundrels, and more. It's time to grab a glass before its last call. Hey, guess what? Thanksgiving's around the corner. I'm sitting with Chef Preston Clark. I've had him before. He is a culinary superstar. He's worked with the giants in the business. John George, Tyler, uh, Trotter, you name it, presided over thousands and thousands of turkeys. He's seen more turkeys than anybody's ever, ever wants to see. But thanks for coming on, bud. Absolutely, Damn. absolutely. Let me tell you, I've definitely seen a lot of turkeys in my day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're here. Well, so we're going to let you talk about uh, some of the do's and don'ts and more importantly, so, you know, a fight doesn't break out at the family. You right. know, we can't prevent Uncle Billy from wearing his MAGA hat. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but we can't make sure the bird's not dried yeah, and fucked 100%. up with the same old shit. So. I think that, uh, yeah. you know, and I do really think that, uh, like, no matter what the, you know, what the dynamic is or what the, you know, the hot topic of the day is, like, you know, the, you know, every family is a family. Every family has problems. But a lot of the times, at least, at least in my uh, opinion, my very humble opinion, once the, once the food hits the table, if it's pretty good, you usually just hear silence. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. it's like amazing. It's you know, a church like, absolutely right. and you know and then everybody you know that's just the one thing that we all have in common is that we all have to eat everybody likes to have good food everyone's you know you start to enjoy the company that you're around um, you know but once the food hits the table uh, you, that, that silence comes around because you know the food is good and everybody's into it like I, there's nothing better for me yeah, I, I totally agree it's uh, and all the argument stops and right, all we the, can right. pick that up after right, once it right, was a little right. more lubricated post. Uncle Billy might even take off his MAGA hat like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're going to do some things you never, ever want to do. You're going to say, yeah, hell no, yes, or fuck no. Yeah. Put a cold turkey in the oven. Uh, hell no. Okay. I like to let it sit. I like to let it come to room temperature. Um, you know, this helps to just kind of regulate the cooking process. You know, you don't want to, the last thing you want to do is have a, you know, gorgeous bird on the outside, and then it's raw on the inside. So you want to let that meat come, come up to temp. Yeah, totally, totally cool. Uh, roasting rack, got to use one. A hundred percent, hundred percent, because it's easier to collect those those pan drippings and all those. That's like the golden part of the of the roasting process. If you're roasting any kind of meat, you you know you want to get it elevated so you can really collect those those pan drippings and all those juices, the natural shoe. Then you make a sauce out of it, or uh, you know you can use it to um, you know season potatoes or right. there's so many. But it's, that's that's like priceless, priceless, priceless cooking. You know, priceless, priceless part of the you know that's one of, one of the best parts that you get from the bird. Absolutely, and and the giblets. People throw away giblets. What they should do with the, those giblets? They should put them in the sauce. I say you when you make the gravy with them. The giblet yeah. gravy is the best. Giblet gravy is the best. And you know you you know all those different parts that you get. You know the like the liver and the hearts. They, right. they they add this like kind of iron type flavor that uh, I think really just makes sauce better. It helps you have like a much more more balanced, much more well-rounded sauce once and, you, you, know, once more you get that flavor. Yeah, I think is, so, yeah. Is, organs, all falls are good for yeah, you. No, all falls are good for that's you. That's the vitamins, that's all that Absolutely, kind of stuff. absolutely. Um, opening the door. You see people just always go in the kitchen, open the door too much on the turkey. Uh, yeah, you, got, you want to keep it close. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you got to keep it close. You want to break the oven temperature. Yeah, yeah. Just, you want a nice, constant, low and slow, let it go. Till it's done. I mean, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to open the door a couple times because you need to baste. You got to make sure that you're basting throughout the cooking process. Right. You want to make sure that you're you know giving the giving the bird the chance the, the most possible uh, you know techniques to make sure that it stays moist. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to break the temperature you know by opening the door to, to baste the turkey. But as much as possible, you want to keep that door closed. So let's uh, either 
confirm or deny some of these myths. Some people like to put the cheesecloth on or some kind of like foil over the bird. Is that making much difference? Um, I, you know, I've definitely seen people do the, the foil, you know, after the bird comes out of the oven. I think that if, you, if it's properly cooked, you, you don't really need to do that. You know, if, if you have the right temperature and, you know, and you're there for the right amount of time and you're, you're making sure that you're basting it, you know, I, don't, this is, I don't think it's the most necessary. How about the bullshit of like high heat first, then turn it down real low? Uh, that is a little, that's, uh, goes, that's the, I think that's a good technique. Okay. I think that's All a good, right, yeah, so I think, go. yeah, I think go. that's a good technique. You know, you get, you get the, like the nice sear on the outside and you don't have to do it as much as like a, like a, like a prime rib. Like that's something I do with when I cook meat, when I right. cook prime rib, I'll turn the oven on hell, you know, and really get the, get a crust on the outside and then, then turn it down to like 200 or two, you know, 250, 225 and let it go low and slow. And that's been the technique that I've been getting some of the best, the best meats. Uh, uh, but it's yeah, but it's with the yeah. bird, it's a little different. Yeah. With the bird, it's a little different. Um, no, I think that if you, if you, if you, you know, you put it in the oven, you let it go the whole time. You know, I think that's like the best technique. I don't think you don't. It depends on it. Depends on the size of the bird, also. Yeah. Okay, so that's the other question. Yeah, Are it depends we, on the size uh, of the bird. What's a perfect size bird for? I know depending how many people, but yeah. like, is this, I think 12, really uh, 12 to fourteen. Yeah, twelve to fourteen. You start getting into like these twenty pounds, twenty five pound birds. It's like it's almost impossible to get. To get the breast to be moist, right? You're gonna end up with a dry breast, and, and nobody wants nobody wants sawdust. Nobody wants sawdust <laughs> turkey breast. It's the worst thing ever. All right, yeah. You know, it's you know between that and halibut, like overcooked halibut is like nothing yeah. worse. I'm gonna give oh. you my, my side 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 note story on the fan big Irish family, right? right? My sister, we rotate houses. My sister. Teresa, sorry if you're listening, <laughs> but Butterball used to have a 1-800 hotline. I called it one year because we were having dinner at her house, and I got the recipe for how to cook a turkey, and I sent it to her anonymously. And everyone's eating it for burden. Wow. You know, the alcohol starts being poured, and all of a sudden, my sister right. looks up and goes, and don't, and with her boss, don't fucking think I you know right. you were the one who sent me the goddamn recipe <laughs> yeah, for hilarious. a fucking Butterball. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. But turkey's so easy to dry out. Yeah, this is what big exactly time. what you're talking about. Nobody wants sawdust. Yeah, nobody wants the sawdust. And, you know, there's so many different techniques that people are using these days, and I really don't agree with any of them, especially the, especially the brining. Yeah, I was going to get to the brining. Especially the brining. I have, you know, and people have been shoving this brine, the turkey, down my throat forever, and I just don't think that you need to do that at all. I think that that it even draws more moisture out of the bird, when, you know, once the salt hits it, right. and I just, I think it changes, it starts the cooking process a little differently, you end up with a weird color, like I'm just not with it. Okay. I don't think you need to brine the bird right. at all. That being said, do you season the bird like... Just like slather it with like herbs and all this stuff before absolutely. it goes in the oven. Oh That's, yeah, absolutely. Sounds Se- better. You season it really well, right. and then you really got to make sure that you really season it heavily the inside of the cavity, right? The inside of the cavity, and so then this way you get what's called internal seasoning. So the seasoning kind of comes up and seeps through the bird and seeps right. through through all of the meat and all the different parts of the bird. You want to really season the cavity heavily, and you put your herbs, stuff your herbs in there. I, sometimes I put garlic, on onions, yeah, uh, rosemary. Time, cool. all the aromatics, like stuff heavy in in the in the cavity. If you're not stuffing the bird, right? You know. So, how do you feel on stuffing? Where do you go with it? For you, do you uh, stuff the bird, or you leave it outside? I, I leave. I like to leave it outside because okay. personally, I, I cooked. I cook it a little different. I um, I like to break down the turkey before I cook it, ah. and then I actually bone out the legs, and then I cone feed the legs in duck fat. Oh, so and so, so when you say bone out, you're talking about right. the spatchcock. So explain what spatchcocking is. Okay, so. 
spatchcock is is basically when you, you take off the legs and then you take out the you, well you take off the back when you when you spatchcock you're really just taking out the back right i don't really spatchcock it when i've okay. it out i cut the legs off right and debone the legs so wow. i have flat legs okay. right a, a yep. flat thigh right and i basically confit the thighs right and then i'll roast the the the, uh, the drumstick separately and ah, then i roast okay. then i roast the just the breast Oh, I got you. Right. So when you talk about confiting, you're talking like just slow cooking it and... I, I, I and, take and duck, duck, fat, duck okay. fat and I submerge the thighs in duck, boned out right. legs and duck fat. All right. Uh, and I cook them at about uh, 275 for right. about three hours until they're perfectly tender. Okay. Wow. And then okay. I pull them out. Um, I pull them out of the duck fat. Uh, I compress them. Okay. Between like two sheet trays, right. kind of, so they get nice and flat, like oh, planks. Okay, there's the secret. And then, yeah. and then I'll kind of crisp them up the same way that you crisp up like duck, like a duck leg, duck confit, right. almost like a nonstick pan. Right. Okay. And so then, and then I'll then I'll uh, slice it into like strips, right. and I'll serve that on the like on the turkey platter. So you still get the turkey platter, right? But it's a big, broken down, beautiful turkey platter with sliced meat versus like the entire bird. That's just me personally. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to go for the whole effect of the whole bird on the table. You know, as much as like every Thanksgiving picture that you've ever seen, um, like yeah, I bet 95% yeah. of those birds are hammered. And 95% <laughs> right. of those birds are hammered and like once you once you take the the the, the you know, the electric knife to the breast, yeah. it's, it's sawdust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like you did it again, Margaret. Yeah, I don't know how you right. managed to do right, that. Right. My, one of my yeah. favorite one of my favorite uh, is uh, you ever seen National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation? Yes, I, I think it's Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the bird is so yeah. dry, it just explodes. It just explodes. Yeah. Just okay. opens oh, no, up it dry. like a football. Yeah, that's all yeah, yeah. So that's that's right. awesome. Right. So where are we with uh, first? Let's drink a little wine. We'll talk about wine for oh, one minute. Of course, got to do it. Absolutely. The big push. What do we drink every year? Asimov. Everybody writes about it. Um, you know, for me, Nouveau, Beaujolais Nouveau from Beaujolais France. Nouveau, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm but, with you on that but one. But it's just juicy. What we get in the glass here is Scribe. Nice. It's from Carneros. It's a, yeah. So it's California Nouveau. Right. It's Pinot done the exact same way. They do Gamay and Beaujolais. And it's just like I juicy, mean, it's delicious, fresh. Yeah. yeah. And that's Fruit what you Fruit forward, want, right? like I love it. And it's just, it goes with all, it goes with all, you know, all of the different flavor profiles of Thanksgiving. I think it's fantastic. Okay, let's talk about deep frying. This whole push to deep fry turkeys. I mean, you could deep fry styrofoam and it would taste good. So, right, right. You know, how I've, much better? I, I've is only it? done it once. I mean, it just it's it's almost a little dangerous for no reason. Like, yeah. like you put that bird in, and then yeah. it's, you know, then it kind of turns it into like a barbecue outside. Yep. I mean, I guess it's cool. I've, yeah. done, I've only done it once. We did it at my mother's house, and then my stepfather kind of broke my chops because we got a little oil on the on the patio yeah. deck or whatever. And then what do you do with the oil? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Exactly. You got to get rid of the right. oil. So I, you know, I just I think it's an unnecessary hassle for for not the for not the for the not the biggest return. Yeah, yeah. That's it, just my own personal. It sounds opinion. like a hack that's yeah. really not it's, a hack. Right, kind of yeah. right. And like and you know, and then I always hear about how many, however many millions of people like how many you know burn their house down or the, the you know yeah. the increase in the fire department. Like I don't know, like cook it in the oven or I, I think cook it in the oven, break it down, confit. You know, there's so many different techniques that you can. Yeah. That's like you know might be a little bit more effort, but. I don't know. I think deep frying is a little, just a little bit more of a hassle than it's worth. And um, for you, do you actually like turkey? Uh, I do. Yeah. Okay. I do. I do. I think it's uh, you know I think it's just you know one of those you know one of the, you know the poultry family that it's just you know with the proper cooking techniques it's going to be just as delicious as anything else. All right. So give people like a couple of side dishes they normally don't do or a way to do it better. If they're doing mashed potatoes, here's a trick. Or how about doing this side dish you've never thought of before? Where do you where do you go? So the side dishes that I remember and that's that I love to do for Thanksgiving are really the ones that I just came up 
growing up eating. I like uh, sweet potatoes with yeah. the, with the marshmallows on top and the marshmallow oh, wow. gratin. Old school, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there is a green bean dish that I make that I think is pretty cool, where the green beans are kind of blanched in in, uh, in hot oil, and then they're kind of mixed with salt and sugar. Oh, uh, and like a little bit of garlic oil, crispy garlic chips. That's a that's a cool yeah. green bean dish, like a cool take on a green bean dish. Oh. It kind of looks like uh, like green bean almond, like almondine. Yeah, yeah. But sure. it's like instead of almonds, it's like slivers of toasted garlic. And just plain white sugar, brown sugar, does it matter? Uh, uh, just e- to taste. equal parts, equal parts sugar and salt. Huh. And you season it pretty good. It's almost like a, it's almost like a like a Chinese long bean style. Okay. Type of green bean. Oh, it's really awesome. del- it's really delicious. Okay. It's really delicious. Secrets of the mashed potatoes. All uh, over the place, Robichon style, baby. That's What's it. That? Uh, you cook them nice and cook them in their jackets. Peel them when they're hot. Rice them, butter, cream, olive oil, salt. I don't think it's necessary to put them through a tammy so much, but where they're like, yeah, like where they're soup. but it's like soupy. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to get them soupy. You want to just get that that perfect like colloid consistency yeah, where it's no. it's exactly like just just between a liquid and and um and a, and a solid yeah super smooth super buttery and seasoned white one pepper of, yeah white pepper, one, white of things, pepper. one of the things i i love to do with my potatoes i throw a little bit of guinness stout in oh wow that's Changes cool the color a yeah that's bit, cool gives that malty kind of wow flavor. yeah that's cool with the potato. i never did that i'm gonna try that but that's pretty I cool tell you, that was by mistake i was drinking <laughs> i was drinking making mashed potatoes and i was out of you know the liquid just kind of disappeared right. she was like oh shit right. i had nothing i was drinking the guinness i'm like oh well right right Clunk, right. clunk. Right. Now, like, my Guinness mashed potatoes are now famous right. in the family. But you, Guinness you mashed potatoes. And throw a little scallion. You heard it here up. first. There I'm going to try man. that one. There you go. Um, and so, what uh, uh, the restaurant group? You know, you, this is a huge restaurant. You've got Hancock, you've got Barameet Kit. Barameet Company, Hancock yeah. Street. Um, you have um, uh, uh, Bistro Leo, Lower Fish Bar as the flagship. Um, we're gonna, as a group, we're gonna be very, very busy for uh, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're really looking forward to it. This is the first year that Lore Fish Bar has actually opened up for Thanksgiving in a couple of years, um, and so we're really excited. We put a lot of effort into it. We got a, a couple of, we got great, great products coming in. We're gonna cook some of those sides that we're talking about, specifically the the, the sweet potatoes with the uh, toasted marshmallows on top. I'm really there looking forward to that. There you go. Um, uh, you know, Hancock Street is gonna be packed. Uh, they got, they have about like 300 reservations already. Uh, Bowery Meat Company is going to be packed, you know, and Laura Fishbar, I think we're not there. We don't have the most reservations because I think that, you know, the, the brand is people think of really a lot about seafood yeah. forward, you know, but we're still we're still uh, we're still doing the damn thing. Yeah. We're doing, you know, we're having our we'll have our normal turkey uh, a plate uh, cooked in that same way that I was explaining yeah. with the, uh, you know, with the confit of the legs. We also uh, we have our stuffed uh, two pound lobster, Oof. which I think is a, is a pretty cool take on yeah. Thanksgiving. If you're looking for something a little bit different from Thanksgiving, yeah. but you're yeah, still yeah. we're still doing the stuffing yeah. and you have all the different sides. So it's uh, we're really excited this year. The, you know, the Mercer Street hospitality. We're really excited about about all the holidays this year, but cool. speci- uh, specifically Thanksgiving, especially at Lore, since we haven't really you know haven't been able we haven't been open. Yeah. Uh, your food is amazing. Uh, people who don't want to cook on Thanksgiving, I right. get it. They know where to, you know, come. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. hundred. I mean, you're gonna do a thousand covers all in. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, we'll but also, see. you know, I need to sit with you because, you know, I, I eat. I usually cook, but right. I go to people's houses. Like, right. and there's always a million questions. I want to debunk some of the myths. Right. Give people some tips. Right. What's the biggest mistake you see people do? I just I think overcooking the turkey yeah. over yeah. the cooking the turkey the heat's too high they put it in cold like the last thing anybody wants is the overcooked meat and if you can make that the focal point and nail it and everything else well I think really falls into place so you use know, a meat thermometer yeah I, yeah right. if, you, if you don't have the experience definitely use a thermometer yeah. and seasoning 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 yeah. seasoning is the difference between good food and great food. 
and people under season and then they end up with like uh, the cardboard turkey that's overcooked and it's under seasoned and it's just a mess you know you want to just take your time low and slow and make sure the thing everything is seasoned really uh, really well well cool man uh you know i got some more wine tips i think people should drink durla riesling zd chardonnay for some whites they can go and check it out on the, on the podcast or in the footnotes uh they should come see you uh, Absolutely. Um, you're still crushing it here. This is one of my favorite restaurants. That's Thank why you so much. When I thought, like, who's the, one of the top chefs uh, in New York City that I want to talk to about turkey? You're the man. No, you're the man. I appreciate what, it. What do you listen to when you're cooking your birds? So I'm listening to this one really cool group. It's a, it's a guy. His name is Martin Taylor. Yeah. And Jean-Pierre uh, Fabian. Jean-Pierre okay. Fabian. And it's a, it's, a, it's a great song. It's called, it's called Cognac Play. <laughs> Oh wow! All right, <laughs> and it's uh, it's kind of like this this uh, it's like guitar centric guitars. It's like classical like classical guitar, and I I, I don't know I, I came across it at some point, and then I started a playlist. My phone I call it my my fancy cooking playlist. I love it, and it's uh, it's pretty relaxing. I love cooking to it. So you heard it here yeah. first. There you go. Check Cognac Seafood Play by Martin Taylor and Jean Pierre yeah. Fabian. <laughs> I listen to uh, Alice's restaurant every year. There you go. While I'm just in the kitchen, like peeling potatoes and stuff. Nice. I can't thank you enough, Chef. It's really, really busy. We're about a week before Thanksgiving, and you gave me some time. We made it short, short and brief. We did a lightning round on yeah, how, how to save your Thanksgiving. <laughs> Keep that hat off Billy's head, Uncle Billy's That's head. That's right. <laughs> uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You guys, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to check us out at dotjpodcast.com. Until then, I'll see you at the bar.